Because it shows two things. It shows your competency and it shows your caring. Yes. So we started this this journey by saying, hey, I wanted to introduce you guys mm-hmm. to Jim Quick. I've been obsessing over him for a couple of years. Finally got him inside the studio. So pumped. Uh, this has been like, I'm like, you, you see me, I'm taking notes. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, that's I a great that. oh, arc of perspective. Yes. Shelf help versus self help. The three things we want to talk brain optimization. Mm-hmm. You crush that. The elimination of ants mm-hmm. on point. Let's give them some super learning tips yeah, let's do it. around like retaining more information, memory Perfect. being key, whether it's maybe it's just names. Mm-hmm. I have clients that yeah. literally can drive through a community and go, I sold that one to this person, that person, blah, 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 that like they know every person yeah. in every big shout out to Tim Smith, every house, every person, even if he didn't do a transaction with them, he knows the backstory of every one of them. Yeah. Right. Like how do they get to that? Cause that, yeah. when you meet with a client is so pow, they're like, mm-hmm. you're the all knowing knowledge broker. Exactly. You're the only person to work with when you have that base of information and yeah. knowledge. Because it shows two things. It shows your competency and it shows your caring. Yes. Because, and, and it goes hand in hand. When somebody remembers not only, you know, all these different listings, but they remember you, they remember your spouse's name, your kid's names, your birthday. It just shows that they care. Yes. That they're invested. Yes. And people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And we've heard yep. this yep. so many times, but when we forget somebody's name, like what's the message we send to somebody? That they don't matter, yes. right? And that's not necessarily the case, but we just... We haven't learned how. Yep. And that's it. So let's go into this. Let's do, yeah. How do we do names? Yeah, let, let, let's unpack this. Um, three keys for remembering anything. I want everyone just to remember MOM. And these are the foundations. And if you've watched videos of me on YouTube or Facebook or listened to a podcast, some of this is a little bit of repetition. But here's the thing that keeps you from mm-hmm. mastery. Yep. It's saying, I know this already. You know what I mean? Oh, I know I should eat good food. Or I know I got to move and, and work out. Or I know I got to watch my peer group. And I know I got to sleep. But that's what robs you from like the things that you want in life. The goals, the, the desires, the fulfillment. It's hidden in the things that you're just not doing. Right? And that's the thing. When you get yourself to do, if you're just doing the easy thing, which is procrastinating, then life is hard. But if you're doing the hard things in life, life gets a lot easier. So do the difficult things. So here are some things. Three keys for a better memory. If you're ever forgetting something, one of these three things is missing, usually. The M, most people say they have trouble remembering names. I, I, would, I would guarantee you 95% of people listening to this conversation would say, yeah, that's me. I meet somebody, get their name, it just disappears. As soon as the handshake breaks, the name just falls right through the ground. Yep. Or if it's not a long ter- short-term issue, it's a sh- long-term. I'll be at the gym, somebody tap me, I'll turn around, I'll see someone I recognize, but for the life of me, I don't know who that person is, yes. right? So we know the name is the sweetest sound to a person's ears, right? And people, Maya Angelou said, people won't remember what you say, they won't remember what you did, they'll always remember how you made them feel, feel. right? So go, let's get to this. You have trouble remembering names. If you're listening to this, you might agree with that. But let's say there was a suitcase here of $2 million cash for you or your favorite charity, tax-free, if you just remember the name of the next stranger you meet. Tom, who's going to remember that person's name? Uh, every, every single, single person. person on the planet. Exactly. So why is every single person listening now a memory expert all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Because as your brain coach, I'm going to call you on your BS. It's not true that you can't remember names. 
right? Because you just did. You know you can remember. Because here's the thing. You don't remember all names, but you certainly don't forget all names. No. And genius leaves clues. So find out the method behind the magic, and you usually remember names because the M is you're motivated. Yep. So that's the M and, and mom. You're motivated to remember your name because you remember people who could be good for your business. You remember somebody who, exactly. who could, you're attracted to. There's yep. motivation that's yep. there. And so my thing is, if that's if it's there, when you remember a name, why not install that? So why not install it using the tool of questions? Questions are the answer. Ask yourself, why do I want to remember this person's name? I literally... Like when people see me do this in front of an audience, I'll have a lot of all these people stand up and then sit down when I call their name. But ask yourself, why do you want to train yourself? Because if you, mm-hmm. maybe it's to show the person respect. Maybe it's to make a new friend. Maybe it's to do some business. Maybe it's to practice these things that I learned on this podcast. Because if you can't come up with one reason, what's going to happen? You won't. Because reasons reap results. Going back to the reasons, mm-hmm. starting with why. If you don't have a reason, you're not going to get the results. So ask yourself. Simple. So that what's the technique? When you're meeting somebody, ask yourself, take a moment. Why do I want to remember the person's name? And you bring intention there. The O in mom stands for observation. Observation. A lot of people, they blame their retention. It's not your retention. It's you paying attention. Yes. And the art of memory is the art of attention. And I'm, you know, this is... I remember the second time I met, got to meet President Bill Clinton, and we were at a charity event. We only met one time a couple years before, and it was very brief. But I was sitting down at my table. I was the first one there, signed at this table. Then to the right of me sits Forrest Whitaker, and um, I'm such a big Forrest Whitaker fan. And next to him was Richard Branson, and then Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher's twin brother, and, and I didn't know he even had a twin brother, and then... President Clinton sits right next to me. And I'm like, I'm, I, I, you took a picture of that. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I, I had to put it on Instagram because people are like, who photoshopped that Asian dude in, <laughs> in that photo? But I put the picture up there, and that's what most people were saying. But I, when I sat with him, he remembered my name. Yes. And I was really impressed. And I, I was just like, okay, so he knew who's sitting at this table. So somebody fed him that information. Then he picks up on the last conversation we had. And I was just like, okay, nobody, nobody was listening to that. Nobody yeah. fed him that information. And here's the thing, you know, when he's talking to me, I was like, you know, I'm a memory guy. I was like, how do you do this? What do you do? And he tells me this story about his grandfather in Arkansas gathering the, the children in the living room and would tell stories. But afterwards, he would do something different. He would really deeply like quiz every single one of them to see if they were paying attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was interesting when he's telling me all this, I was noticing he was talking to me. It was an eerie feeling in a positive way, but also a little bit scary because he was like focused right on me. You know, when you go to events, sometimes you don't have that person's focus. You can tell they're looking over your shoulder. Yeah, they're like out here. Like who's more important yeah, in this, in yeah, this room? Who's walking? Yeah. Or if they're not looking around, they're inside their own mind. Yeah. Like they're not listening they're waiting for their turn to speak Bingo. Or, or they're thinking about how they're going to reply and respond. And we know Stephen Covey, seven habits, highly effective people. Another habit is seek first to understand then mm-hmm. to be understood. Yes. And, uh, and not so much about being interesting, but more interested about somebody. And I noticed he was just fixated on me when he's telling me these stories and he has this very powerful presence. Right. And I think his incredible, you know, he's got charisma, he's got great connector, he's a great communicator, but I think his incredible memory and his powerful presence with people comes from being powerfully present with people. I'll say that again, that his incredible mm-hmm. memory and his powerful presence comes from being powerfully present. And that's something that's not reserved 
to him or anybody else. Like we could just be present that's with people. That's a learned skill. Exactly. And learned that's something skill. that comes through intention. Yeah. And then just think about what I'm talking about, the M and the O, motivation, observation. Motivation is just caring about a person mm-hmm. to remember them. Observation is just being present with them. I yes. mean, this is just a good recipe for being a good human being. Yeah. Right. And so that's what I feel like, you know, without even getting to the last M stands for the mechanics. But going back to presence, it's just listening to the person, right? If everyone just mentally wrote the word listen in their mind and did this little brain exercise, move the letters around, it spells another word perfectly, listen. It spells the word silent. And they're just saying, just be silent with somebody, just be be there with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that those two things, if people, even in sales, if people feel motivated, like like they, they know, I mean, if their motivations, they feel like they that person cares for them and that they're present with them. I mean, that's like, more than half of it. Yes. But the last M stands for the mechanics. Mm-hmm. And those are the, the the tactics. Those are the strategies. Those are the skills on how to learn another language, how to read t- three times faster, how to remember names, how to do all these things. So one of the things I do in business is I talk about to remember names is be suave, B-E suave. And so the B, I love acronyms, obviously, because remember back in school, we learned like Roy G. Of, of course. The Great yeah. Lakes or Holmes, Lake yep. Huron, Ontario, yep. Michigan, Erie, yep. Superior. So very memorable. Be suave. So next time you're at your next event or you're meeting somebody for the first time, and you're looking in the mirror, checking your makeup or checking your, you know, your outfit, what you're wearing, say, I'm going to be suave. And then the B stands for believe. Because mm-hmm. as we talked about, if you believe you can or believe you can't, either way, you're right. Henry Ford said that. And so believe that you can do that, this is possible, right? Um, the E is exercise. And I don't mean pra- I don't mean um, physical like exercise, out, yeah. but although we talked about that, people who are ment- more physically active do better on mental acuity tests. Yep. People who are more physically active, they'll have better focus and, and creativity, all these, and memory and so on. What's good for your heart is good for your head again. But I mean exercise as in practice, because practice makes progress. Practice makes permanent, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would say practice this because the bad news is it takes effort. The good news, not as much as you think. I mean, I'm, I'm very good at remembering names, but after the first 60 days of doing this, yeah, I don't get, you know, once you know how to park a car, or once exactly. you know how to build a type, you know how Automatic to do it. Pilot. It's a skill, yep. like anything. Yep. And so that's my thing is there's no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's a trained memory and untrained memory. And this is just, you're doing skill acquisition, mm-hmm. right? So 21, 30, 66 days, whatever, whatever you buy in terms of creating a new habit. And there's a way of, of accelerating that, that, that we teach. But the idea is consistency because consistency compounds and little by little, a little becomes a lot. Just do a little bit each day and then you get, you get better and better and better. And then that's where the speed and the confidence comes. There's a psychology, there's a confidence, confidence loop that the more confident, if you could play like Tiger Woods, yeah. you'd be more confident and then you play more and you get more confident and so on. So that's positive momentum. So I would say exercise, meaning practice these strategies, the suave S is you say the name, you meet someone for the first time and you say, Tom, it's great to meet you. The reason why you say it is you want to make sure going back to the O that you observed it correctly. Yes. Because lot, lots of times we're at networking functions or we're at a wedding, it's loud. You don't want to say goodbye, Todd, when the person's name is Tom, yeah. right? You want to get corrected up front. So you say the name. The U in suave stands for use the name. Now, you want to use it, not abuse it. So because... Tom, it's so great to be here today. Tom, what do you want to cover today? Tom, do you want to get some lunch it here? It becomes Tom, annoying, Tom, Tom, Tom. right? Exactly. You're like, 
cheap memory trick. Exactly. Yeah. So you want to use it three or four times in the context of the conversation because the repetition does help to get that auditory memory, right? So you want to use it. The A in suave, this is a powerful one, is ask, ask. Because what's everyone's favorite subject? <laughs> themselves. Exactly. It's not entrepreneurship <laughs> and, and, yeah. it's, and it's, it's not property. It's, it's, it's not travel. It's themselves. Yeah. And this is a great tactic a usable, practical mm -hmm. tactic you could do when you meet somebody who has a name you haven't heard before. Yes. So you meet someone named Afzal, you meet someone named Ridiger, you maybe even heard before. What can you ask about a person's name? Hey, what's the origin of that? Yeah, exactly. What's cool the name. origin? What's the origin? Where are you from? Yeah, where are you yeah. from? Yep. How do you spell it? Who are you named after? Yes. You know, what does it mean? Yes. I, was, I remember I was doing a training for the country's largest life insurance company, and it was about 100 something people in the room, and the training director's name was Nankita. Nankita. And I was like, wow, that's a beautiful name. How do you spell it? Where is, where is it from? And I was like, what does it mean? And she paused. I was like, what, what does it mean? And she, she looked at our coworkers and she says it means graceful falling waters. And I was like, yeah. And I, and, and her coworkers, yeah. her coworkers had the same kind of reaction. Right. And, and based on that, I was like, wait a second. Um, how long have you worked here in Nikita? She was like four or five years with a lot of these people. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good friends here at my wedding. I'm like, that's interesting. I was like, city audience, I was like, raise your hand if you knew that's what her name meant. Out of 100-something people, how many people raise their hand? I'm guessing zero. Yeah, nobody yeah. knew that's what her name is. And if a name is the sweetest, and that was like a 10-year client. Yes. I'm not saying it was just, but that, just remembering somebody's yes. name, yep. again, it's like, thinking about the, we talk about, Information times emotion is a long-term memory. Think about the emotion associated with your name. It's probably one of the first words you learn how to spell. Think about whether your parents loved you, how much love and, mm -hmm. and, and, and cheering you got from to be able to do it, you know, kind of crappy, right? But you still get, you, you, you attach that emotion to your name. And so I would say, going, going back to this, ask about a person's name, you know, and especially if this name you haven't heard before and that's the sweetest sound to their ears and they'll love it. Then finally, the V and the E in suave. The V is visualize. And what I mean by that is, I bet people who are listening to this that they're better with faces than they are with names. Mm -hmm. You go to somebody, you say, I remember your face, but I forgot your name. Yes. You never go to somebody to say the opposite. You never go to someone to say, I remember your name, but I forgot your face. <laughs> that wouldn't even make any <laughs> sense, right? But yeah. here's the thing, we tend to remember what we see because our yes. visual cortex is, is larger um, in our brain. There's a Chinese proverb that goes, what I hear, I forget. What I see, I remember. What I do, I understand. What I hear, I forget. I heard the name, I forgot the name. What I see, I remember. I saw the face, I remember the face. And what I do, going back to exercise, practice, mm -hmm. practice makes the progress, right? And so knowing that if you tend to remember what you see, then try seeing what you want to remember. And this is an easy mnemonic, like, fun game you'd play. When you meet somebody, you take their name and you pretend it's Pictionary. Remember, you have to try to get the person to say the word without just by making pictures or sound alike. You would draw an ear. So if a person's name is Mark, you just imagine for a split second when you're you know, hand, shaking their hand that you're putting a little check mark on their forehead. And you're like, Jim, that's so childish. But who really are the fastest learners? Kids. Kids. I mean, Kids. they're so playful, yes. right? But and, and that's the key for learning is that play and that curiosity. And they ask questions. And they have the sense of they have a sense of wonder, right? And children, you know, when I said play the other day, it's like I don't play anymore because I grew. I'm older. It's like no, no. Actually, I think you you grow older because you stop playing. You know, because it's a mindset. So you have to be playful here and use the power of your imagination, because that's really you know one of our ultimate superpowers. Because especially where jobs are going, I mean, I'm like jobs are going to three A's. Artificial intelligence, this is like not even disputed. Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence can take a lot of jobs. Automation, 
Yeah. Think about all the software and, and computers are what they're able to do. Um, and then Asia, meaning like it's being outsourced, yes. right? And so what makes us inherently valuable as human beings is the power of our mind. And I would, I would double down on things like creativity, your yep. ability to solve problems. Yep. I would double down on things like strategy, mm -hmm. right? And I would double down on imagination. Yes. Because imagination is what, you know, like you and many of your listeners have done, you take the invisible that's in your mind and then you make it visible, yes. right? I mean, that, that's leadership and using the power of imagination and having vision, you know, shared vision in a culture, it's, it's extremely powerful. So I would say, that, you know, these kind of things we're talking about are exercising your creativity, exercising your imagination, ex exercising your strategy, because these are, here's, here, here's the biggest takeaway, all right? You ready for the biggest takeaway for this conversation? Your life changes when you take nouns and you turn them into verbs, meaning we hypnotize ourselves with our language by our self-talk, saying things like, oh, I don't have focus today. I don't have, I don't have motivation. I don't have creativity. I'm tired. Right, exactly. But these yeah. are things that people say that they, they are or they have. Mm -hmm. But these aren't things you have. These are things you do. Bingo. You don't have energy. You do energy. You do things that give you energy, the thoughts, the physiology, yes. the foods. Yep. You don't have motivation, you do motivation. You don't have focus, you do focus. You don't have creativity, you do creativity. You don't even have a memory, you do a memory. Literally, you create new connections and, and reinforce connections, and you, you encode it, you store it, and then you retrieve it. There's a process. And so my goal is always showing people the process of how to do these things, but you can never do those things if you believe they're static and they're fixed. You either have it or you don't. You wake up and say, oh, I hope I have drive today, or I hope I have you know, like creativity so I could write and make videos today. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No. And so the goal is, when the benefit of turning into a verb, it gives you agency and gives you your sovereignty back because it gives you the power to do something. You know, as opposed to being on the effect and you're, you're back at being a thermometer again. Yes. And so going back to this for visualization, what you're doing is you're taking someone's name, like Mike, and all of a sudden you take a split second and just sing, imagine them jumping on the table, singing karaoke on a microphone, right? And it's really silly, but it's just like that's what uses our senses, our imagination, mm -hmm. and when we remember it better than something else. Yeah. Everybody needs these skills in this time, Absolutely. right? So I love that thought. So, dude, I could, I could spend all day. I know. I know we both, we, we both, we both have other schedules, so... Thank you so much. Thank and you. for everybody listening and watching, we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, remember, always your strategy matters. And now more than ever, your passion absolutely rules.